And away we go! Welcome back to another episode of Relatively Subjective. I'm another George. amazing episode. I'm David. We're relatives and we have subjective opinions on movie-related stuff. Hence the name of our podcast, Relatively Subjective. Today's episode is brought to you by Reach Dental Floss. Do you got to reach inside your teeth? Use this stuff. It's, ma- it's, it's mint. Yeah. Mint wax. Mint wax flavor. Only the best for us. <laughs> for um, my teeth. Yes. Um, and uh, today's episode is on Charlie's Angels. <laughs> you guys <laughs> he thought, had to look that up. <laughs> you guys thought we were kidding, but we're not. We're, we watched that movie, and we're going to talk about we it. We did. Right. Full spoilers ahead. And we are. Yes. Full spoilers ahead for Charlie's Angels, if you're into that thing, and uh, whatever else we've been watching since the last time we spoke. And, uh, yeah, if you don't want to know anything about Charlie's Angels or whatever we have been watching, we're going to timestamp it in the description. Just skip over what you don't want to listen to. Yep. All spoilers and ahead. All full spoilers ahead. Full spoilers. All right, David, what have you been watching? So, uh, the last thing I actually watched, it was, it was uh, two things. Uh, from Netflix, um, it was one of the, it was a brand new movie that came out, uh, it was, and Netflix was just like, hey, you should watch this. So I did. Uh, the King, oh, starring with, uh, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. 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 Yeah. And um, what's his name? That other guy. From Warrior. That yeah. I really like. I forget his name. And um, that horror movie that I haven't seen? God damn it. I really should. You? What? <laughs> Who this, are you talking about? He's in this movie. He's an actor in this movie, and I can't remember his name. But he's been in one of my favorite movies of all time and in a horror movie I have yet to watch that I want to watch. Cool. Who else is in this movie, David? <laughs> You're keeping me in suspense. I mean, I don't know what character he plays, so I'm just going to go through the list. Yeah, right? just do it. Uh, Tom Glenn Carney, nope. Gabor Zapp, nope. Tom Fisher, nope. Edward Ashley, nope. Stephen Elder, uh-uh. Stephen Fewell, uh-huh. Sean Harris, nope. Ivan K, Tom Lawrence, uh-uh. Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, no, but he's great. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. Ed- Edgerton. Edgerton. That's the motherfucker. Yeah. Good stuff. Was it good? Was the movie good? Did you like it? Uh, was there a king? So there. So the whole. So this movie was interesting because it didn't really. Most of the time when we talk about or when we see movies about like historical princes events. and kings and like England and stuff, it's very romanticized. It's very just like oh, the king of England is like given from God and we should yeah. all follow him. Uh, but this movie was kind of the opposite. It was the king, and he was a very kind of like a warring kind of king and he uh-huh. was just like we need to obtain all these lands and put all the people together because I want to rule everything and then in comes his son his firstborn son is Timothy Chalamet uh, and his little brother uh, I think is his name is Hotspur um, and he dies Ooh. so they, the king was actually going to give the kingdom to his second born son and not Timothy Chalamet but then obviously since the second born son dies he has to obtain the throne so then he was a very much more of a pacifist kind of guy. He's just like, I just want to play nice with everybody. I don't really care. But he gets thrown into this war with not only other people from England, which he does win, but also France, because France looks upon him as just like child. Yeah. So when he's been um, like the coronation, whatever, yeah. France sends him a box with just a little ball in it. And, and everyone is just like, this is the greatest insult. They think you're a child. So he's just like, all right, let's go fuck up France. Oh, so he shit. goes to France. Don't be sending kings balls. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Uh, so he goes to France. And um, oh, before this, there was a French assassin 
Um, oh, well, that's that's much more motivating <laughs> for a war. So there's a French assassin. Then they send him the ball. So then he's like, all right, let's go fuck up France. So he goes to France. Uh, and in this, you know, giant display of tactical prowess, uh, Timothy Chalamet, or England, eventually wins. And then he kills the French prince. Oh. Uh, so then he goes to the French king and was just like, I win. Either you're like, I, I'm going to take over this land. And he's like, okay. But make sure you take my daughter with me because I don't want her to die. If you could, like, make her your bride, that's fine. So he does this. But then the twist is that... Do you want me to tell you? Is it a good twist? It's a good enough twist. So then don't tell me. Okay. Uh, No, the movie's boring. Oh, okay, cool. The movie's two hours and 20 minutes. Oh, boy. And the best parts of the movie take up about 45 minutes. Oof. Yeah. It's a lot of just, like, walking around. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little obnoxious. So then you can tell me. So then the big twist is that Timothy Chalamet's, um, like, his right-hand man, like, his uh, confidant guy, was the one who hired the French assassin. <sighs> because he wanted to go to war with France, not oh, Timothy Chalamet. shit. But then, so then he's entering this... Late, uh, relate like a um, marriage with this girl to keep everything together for like the complete wrong reasons. But so then he eventually has this guy. He kills him like one on one, and then the last scene of the movie is him going up to his new French bride, and it's just like, as long as you tell me the truth, you're honest with me forever, we can be happy in a marriage. And he's just like, er, and she's just like, okay, and that's how it ends. Nice. The battle, like the last battle, was like twenty minutes, but there's like literally a half hour leading up to it because it's like strategy and like who's on what side and like why they're going to war and it was just so obnoxious because I was doing this during laundry and I was just like I want I was finished with my laundry and I was like I just want to watch the end like skip to the end but uh, it was very boring <laughs> yeah. there was like two scenes that were actually worth it Oh wow. when he wins against the English like the little warring English thing and it's not even him because he's in full armor and he's fighting with another guy Yeah. and then it's the uh, scene at the end so the best parts are only 45 minutes and the rest of it is just talking cool i guess you and have to be really interested in that stuff historically yeah i think so watch it. uh timothy i mean timothy chalamet is a good actor yeah like he definitely could do it yeah but like there's just so much yeah and it's just like not necessary you know mm-hmm. uh so that's what i've been watching i watched that was one <laughs> thing i watched all right uh, what about you i watched uh, star trek beyond you remember how i've watched two star trek movies fairly recently yes well i was like let's watch the third one and um, you can tell that it was directed by the director of one of the or two of the Fast and Furious movies. It was it's very a, Fast and Furious. It was it was a very different movie from the other ones. Yeah, it was super action oriented, mm-hmm. and the plot was not as. Uh, and most of it took big. place on like one one planet, right? Yeah, yeah, it was all on one planet. They get stranded on that planet and stay there. And the villain, his like his twist at the end wasn't that like he wasn't. His motivations were not clear throughout the movie because they were saving it for this twist, yeah. and it just wasn't good. And so you're kind of just what was watching. I don't remember. It was Idris Elba, first of all. Yeah. And they hide him underneath all this makeup yeah. for the whole movie. And he's just this sort of... It, he looks like an alien, but we find out that he was an old captain that was stranded on that planet. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And I think he was, he fell victim to some sort of virus that mm-hmm. killed everybody except for him and a few other people. And it made him look the way he does and such. 
and Which he kind of just he went space crazy. Yeah, and his na- his mission in life was. I like to how find we know what space crazy is. Everyone now. knows what space crazy is because <laughs> we have to get ready for it because we're going to space soon. It's true. So I don't want to be space crazy. No one wants um, to be space. Crazy. I don't want anyone. But to be he space goes crazy. space crazy, and he's he f- looks for this weapon that is basically like one of the coolest things I've seen sci-fi wise in a while is like this little disc. But when you activate it, this sort of like uh, this these like nanite plague black cloud just like disintegrates you like it just goes on you and it just like turns you into nothing cool so he was going to unleash that on like a space station and eventually like the entire universe because mm-hmm. he's space crazy that's right that's right and it's not a good enough explanation for me to care about this villain like just kill him please you know like it's, <laughs> it was just very simple yeah it, just was, kill him, it please. was it was not um done and as done. gripping of a movie as the first two, yeah. in my opinion, and uh, yeah, it was all right, I guess. Um, Star cool Trek sci-fi stuff. Star Trek trying to be Star Trek. Yeah, the, I yeah. hear the show is good. Yeah, but so you can take that. Yeah. Sorry, uh, are you watching sorry, anything else? Sorry, Star Wars. Yeah. We have we have the last one to look forward to, and then the Mandalorian. Look forward to. Uh, so I I did watch another movie on uh the Netflix. Uh, it's I think it's been on Netflix for a little while. Uh, but it was the first time like actually like seeking. Uh, to watch it yeah Uh, it was called The Little Prince oh it was wasn't that a book that they turned into a show I believe uh, into a movie yes into a movie yeah yeah so it's a French book Le Petit Prince original title and Little Little Prince it came out in 2015 Um, uh, I believe I don't think it it, I think it was a Netflix original Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know I think it was I don't think it came out in the um, actual theaters theaters. Uh, but one of the best things about this is the animation so it's an animated feature uh, and everything's in like pretty cool CGI, but there's a part of the movie where the main character, <clears throat> she's being told a story, and when you view the story, it's all paper craft, mm. and it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's beautiful, just like the way the paper folds, and like you can see that it was kind of done like uh, claymation, like they moved the paper, so like it's kind of a little bit not like Kinda 24 like, frames per second but it still like looks fluid enough that you know that it's paper but also moved my mind's thinking like Kubo is it yes, like that okay, yes cool. and it was gorgeous uh, yeah. and it was really cool too because they played a lot with like light and like in, in the so the little prince he's in paper crack for the most of the film and he's got like a little scarf and the scarf is made of paper and as it flows through the wind you can see the light go through it because it's paper nice. it was gorgeous That's it was cool. beautifully done um, and even the story was actually really cool it started off a little slow um, but it's just the little girl, and none of them have names. It's literally the little girl, the mother, the little prince, the aviator. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Mackenzie Foy was the voice of the little girl. Uh, what she's in? She's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, oh, she was the main character of the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Um, um, she was in Interstellar as the young girl. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and she was in The Conjuring. Uh, so she is the voice of this little girl. This little girl and her mother are like planning her life. Like she's very work oriented. You have to like go to school. You have to do well. You have to get good grades. And she's very like study, study, study. And so for this entire summer vacation, she's just like, you have a life plan. If you listen to the life plan, you'll get good grades. You'll get into school. You'll be fine. But they, the reason they were able to get the house is because they're living next door to the aviator, Jeff Bridges, who's this crazy <laughs> old Bridges. guy. Crazy Whoa. old Jeff Bridges. He's got a great voice. He does. Yeah. It, and it lends itself super well to this movie. Yeah. Because he does a lot of voiceover for the story with the little prince. Uh, and uh, it's really cool how they, like, introduce so many different aspects of life because it's a huge... 
uh, storytelling aspect of like birth, life, love, greed, and then death. And it like touches on it super well enough that children can understand it, but it's super poignant for adults. Mm. Uh, so I was enraptured by it. I thought the towards the end of it, when it got a little more actiony because things were happening a little bit quicker, it was really fun to watch and really fun to see how this character was like uh, accepting the fact that like you know you're gonna grow up, your children, your childhood's gonna die basically, <clears throat> but you can decide what you do with your future, and then being able to like grieve over somebody who just died. It was awesome. Um, And uh, yeah, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Definitely give it a watch. I will as soon as I can. Cool. (laughs) But also, there's so much out there. There's so much. Um, I watched a movie from the early 2000s called Fracture, starring Anthony Hopkins and Brian Gosling. I have definitely heard of this movie. Yeah. I've seen it. It's uh, it's fine. Yeah, two thousand seven. It's it's fine. It's it's kind of got like a a Law and Order SVU episode plot. <laughs> nice. So it's kind of love me some SVU. It's it's very or it tries to be very cerebral, but the twist at the end is kind of like it, it wasn't. You kind of saw it. You didn't see it coming. You just like it's like if someone planned uh, a murder, right? And they were like they thought about it forever and were like knew all the legal um loopholes to get Mm -hmm. himself out of it but overlooked one thing (laughs) and then at the end it's basically it's that one thing that that does it and he's just like ah man (laughs) and then the credits and then he goes to jail that's it like it Like, it's literally like a Law & Order SVU episode where it's just like, detectives, I thought we've been over this mm-hmm. as they're about to get on a plane or yeah. something. And they're just like, well, we just found some DNA. And then they're just like, executive producer. <laughs> like, that's, that's how that movie ended. Really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. And Anthony Hopkins is the mastermind. Uh-huh. Like, he's the the villain of the movie. And, you know, he's... He's uh, the he's one Anthony who did the murder. Yeah. He's, he's Anthony Hopkins. He so, murders like, everyone. Fucking great, like, acting. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's sinister and... And and you're trying to get who did get he murder? His wife. He, Why? So the movie is um, he sh- he goes home one day and just point blank shoots his wife in the head, oh! and it's because she's cheating on him with uh, an FBI agent, right? Oh. So he finds out and he sets it up so he kills her, um, waits for the FBI and like everyone to surround his house and like start negotiations, and this guy is a negotiator. So he goes into the house to negotiate and in the, oh, um, he does, the, the FBI guy does not know that she was married to him. Oh. Right. So he finds her dead on the floor and then he realizes who she is and like loses his shit. And in the scuffle, he switches his gun, the murder weapon with the gun of the FBI agent. So when the cops get there and get the gun they're like this isn't the gun that killed her we need to find that weapon Mm -hmm. which they never can because he was carrying it the entire time and like they never made that realization so he manages to like get out of this trial because of the conflict of interest between Mm -hmm. the FBI guy and his wife and they can't find the murder weapon so there's just no evidence to link him to the thing and then until and and so like throughout this movie his wife is on life support like he didn't kill her like she's still hanging on right so she's in a coma 
and you gotta finish the journey. And so we're just like, oh, is she gonna wake up? Is like something else gonna come to light? But he gets out of out of jail. He gets the charge dismissed, and he goes to pull the plug because he has the right because mm-hmm. he's the husband. And when he does that, he now makes a different like because the, the whole double jeopardy thing yeah. is how he tries to get out of it. Like he's like, you can't convict me for this crime. Uh-huh. And then he's like, but you killed your wife. Now it's a murder. Now it's a homicide. Before it was like assault with a deadly weapon. Mm-hmm. Now it's a homicide. So now I got you. And that's how the movie ends. What? Really? Yeah, that's it. Like, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, I know. It wasn't even like, he's like, aha, but I thought mm-hmm. of this also. And that's why I did this. You know, there was a lot of, a lot of building towards this, like, you know. Like, Wait, super... he wasn't legally allowed to pull the plug on his wife? He was. He did. But once he did, he made it a different crime. He made it like he made it a, a murder. Why is that a crime? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. They found they took the bullet out of her head because he's dead. So they had an autopsy. So they were able to get the bullet that was in her in her brain, mm-hmm. and that bullet matched up with oh. the gun that he owned. Silly man. And they had the gun because the FBI agent killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> and so like you know it was just like a lot of circumstantial shit that he was just like fuck <laughs> like I could have gotten away with it but I overlooked this one thing and uh yeah yeah well I mean so he got his revenge right yeah yeah. But- his wife and the FBI guy now yeah. he just gotta live the rest of his life in jail yeah yeah. Worth it, yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, Anthony because Hopkins. you're a murderer. Yeah, well, Anthony Hopkins does what Anthony Hopkins wants. <laughs> exactly. Except for going to jail, I guess. Except for having the foresight to see one thing. Yeah. What did you? What you? Did you uh, see anything else? That was it for me. Okay. Um, I watched an episode of Explained, that show on Netflix. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, they have a new series season come out, and they're also doing weekly releases. It's not all at once. And I watched like the latest one, which was about pandemics. We're all gonna die, by the way. Yep. And it was voiced by um, J.K. Simmons, uh, nice. J. John Jameson. So it made me extra scared. <laughs> yeah. What's the What's the pandemic that's gonna kill us all? Um. It It's probably Are we gonna be zombies. No, it's oh. probably gonna come from mishandling animal like parts and animal like butchery and you know so being vegan will save the world mm, yeah basically it'll stop us from dying from a pandemic <laughs> or like it'll like prevent it might, us it might make us die it's from a other pretty things. big preventative uh <laughs> cause cool. but but they, they i don't eat meat they go into like why h1n1 was a thing and why sars was a mm-hmm. thing and apparently we got lucky with SARS because that shit was on its ro- on the way to kill us all, and then it just stopped. And like like we contained it enough, quarantined enough people, and like not no one contracted it anymore. And that's it. It it what? stopped. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like it was on its way. <laughs> it was like killing lots of people, and the scientists were just like, "I have no idea how to fix <laughs> this shit. This shit is complicated." But you know that I think that came from like. I forget like like something with with uh, something that birds carried, but also livestock. And then once you mix the two, humans got a hold of whatever was the product, and that became SARS, or that became the H one N one virus, or something. But but yeah, that's cool. That sounds like fun. I want to watch this episode. <laughs> all all of those explained uh, episodes are super informative, and they they make it in a way like they structure all the graphics and all the footage they show you in a way that's just so digestible that you're just like i can't believe this is real <laughs> like it just explains everything that is on like that format is honestly i think will become uh a sort of uh like 
stay at home school, like mm-hmm. homeschool kind of a thing. When we finally like just link our kids to computers and have no <laughs> teachers and they're just like watching stuff to learn. That is probably how they'll do it or like in this sort of realm. Uh, but yeah, well, I'll, cool. I'll, I'll learn something else next week and, and inform you. <laughs> yeah, let us know. All right, cool. All right, let's talk about trailers. Let's All talk right. about trailers before this movie. Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Charlie's... You seem so excited I'm to talk so about this movie. I'm so excited. Right. Charlie's Angels. Don't call me Angel. Uh, so Charlie's Angels, the previews I saw before Charlie's Angels was not Charlie's Angels. It was My Spy. My Spy. Which you talked about. Dave Bautista is a spy. Oh, I didn't get that one. With this little girl. Yeah. When is that coming out? I feel like we've watched previews for that forever. <laughs> it's probably coming out in January, honestly, because that's when movies... But they've been showing trailers since like January of this year. Hey, guess when it comes out? January 10th. January 10th. Yeah, we have three triple, movies to watch. Triple oh, over man. Here. No, we're just going to watch Like a Boss. That's it. <laughs> uh, and then I, we saw Like a Boss. <laughs> yeah. I got that uh, one too. Yep. Uh, I got Underwater. I got that one too. And it's really funny because every single time I watch this trailer. preview or this trailer, I literally cannot wait for TJ Miller to die. He's gonna. I Don't know. worry. He's gonna. And every single time I hear him, he's pulling me underwater. I'm just like, fucking just shut up and die. He's gonna die. Guess when this movie comes out? January 10th. January 10th. Holy <laughs> shit. We have so many movies to watch on January uh, 10th. And then I actually saw like a like a good like 90 second preview for Cats. Oh, you haven't seen one before this? I haven't seen one before yeah. t- this time. And it's like, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> They're just cat people. A little bit. Um, They're cat I mean, people. it looks, it does look pretty. It just, I, it's it, going to make just, a bajillion dollars. Yeah. Their faces are weird, though. Like, the bodysuits I'm okay with. It's just, like, the way that their faces move. I feel like yeah. somebody, like, it's the tracking between the faces and the body is off somehow. Uh-huh. It weirds me out. <laughs> um, but I think it looks nice. It, it's got beautiful music, obviously. Yeah. Um, you got J- Dame Judy Dench. You got so many people in the movie. Uh, it just Taylor Elba, Swift. Ian McKellen, Rebel Wilson, Judy Dench, Taylor Swift, James Corden, Ray Winstone, Jennifer Hudson. Uh, so, uh, Jason Derulo is going to be in it. Yeah, it, that trailer is designed like if you love cats, that trailer is designed to make you cry yeah. or like give you the chillest yeah. of chills because so. it's just memory playing. Yeah, and ready for the cats. All the cats dancing and You're like doing memories. these, doing this motion, the like a jerky motion. Yeah, like, in every shot, they're just like jerking yeah. it, and yeah. you know it looks good. <laughs> yeah. Jerk, jerk. <laughs> uh, I actually saw a a longer preview for Bombshell. The, uh, the Fox I News didn't get one. one. Was what did you see? Oh man, I'm like even more excited about this movie. Ooh. Yeah, because you get more of the backstory between uh, Julia, Kayla, and Megan, and like there's going, they're going through like a, uh, and Gretchen, all of them, all of them, uh, and they're going like, and Kate McKinnon is in it, which I think is funny, uh, and they're going through like all like the the bosses, and you know obviously like the misogyny and the sexism going on, and then like how people have to be. Uh, was, oh, there's one line that Kate McKinnon says, and it's just like, a, if your dad get, gets angry about it, or if your mom um, is uncomfortable talking about it, it's for Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's kind of perfect. Yeah. Uh, but like, you can see that this is going to be obviously a um, satire, or it's definitely going to be like poking fun at Fox News. Okay. But at the same time, it's based on a real story. Yeah. It's so, like, I can't wait to see them uncover some of like this bullshit. Because yeah. I hate Fox News. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Burn so it all to the ground. That's, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Margot Robbie, we saw Birds of Prey. Uh, let's talk about this, David. I got this also. 
Um, and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's the that's the subtitle. So I saw this trailer twice, mm-hmm. back to back, because I went to go see two movies back to back, and they uh-huh. played both times. Yeah. The first time I saw it, I was kind of just like, eh, all right. But then the second time I saw it, I was kind of just like, eh, it's not too bad. It kind of looks like it's okay. I've got to see another trailer to really tell you what i think because yeah. i think if if we get more you know insight as to what the plot is mm-hmm. then i'll i'll know what to think about but because it's based off of suicide squad which is like one of the movies i hate most in my life and like, i like how they even say that her and mr j broke up yeah which i think it's funny because started like warner brothers and jared leto <laughs> yeah jared leto <laughs> is like, like never nope. coming back yeah uh so that's great yeah um I I, I'm not the biggest fan of Margot Robbie's accent as Harley Quinn. It kind yeah. of annoys me, uh, but I kind of I'm interested in seeing how the other women bring more to the role. Yeah, I'm I'm mostly excited about Huntress and yeah. um, Zoe. Is it Zoe Kravitz? She's playing someone in this movie. I don't know who Rosie Perez is playing in this movie. Re- Renee in... Montoya. Ooh, who's Renee Montoya? Rosie Perez. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she's uh she becomes question. Yes, or, she's, the second, know, she's the second generation. I don't know if they'll do that. I don't know if they'll they'll do know. the question. Uh, um, wait, who but, did you say you were looking for? Zoe Kravitz, Zoe I thought Kravitz. she was. Or maybe she's Cat... No, she was cast as Catwoman. That's what yeah. it is. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, there was someone else. Anyway, um, yeah, this this kind of just... I don't, I've, I've never really been a fan of her portrayal as Harley Quinn. Not just the accent, just all of it. Yeah. Like the whole like hot topic-y kind of costume. Of, and, yeah. yeah, it's just, I don't know. It, it never settled with me the right way, just like Jared Leto Joker never did. Yeah. And um, so, you know, it, it, since it's structured off of that, that history and that chemistry between the two of them, I'm sort of not, like, that excited about it. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, there's a couple of parts of the, of the trailer that, like, looked kind of cool. Like obviously they have all like the action sequences like cut back to back, mm-hmm. so that was that was fun to watch. But then the rest of it, I feel like, in Suicide Squad when they were all at the bar and they were just like acting, that was like the worst part of the movie. It's <laughs> yeah. just like none of you really know how to act. Like, <laughs> like I don't like anything that's happening right now. Uh, yeah. And and she's part of that. Yeah. Um, there is a cool part in the film film where I'm sure it's gonna be some sort of like flash not flashback. Um, fantasy where she has like a huge like flapper look and she's like singing with like backup dancers and stuff yeah that looks pretty and she looked pretty uh-huh. but like that's not gonna be part of the real universe so i'm just yeah. kind of like if the best part of the trailer is a fantasy uh. yeah i don't know it's it's hard to like think of i didn't really read i didn't read the comics uh, or harley quinn comics that came because she was made for the show right she was uh, an original character made for Batman the Animated Series and people loved her so they made her like a, she's a, got a, a whole huge following on it yeah even on DC Universe she's gonna have uh, Harley Quinn is, has her own show oh wow animated that's show that's cool yeah that's really cool um, and it looks actually it looks pretty funny and it's like a rated R cartoon so oh shit yeah like she like hits people over the head with a bat and like there's blood everywhere nice it's pretty funny like she says fucking shit it's great it looks really good nice. see that's what I want I want demented yeah, Harley Quinn because that's what she is <clears throat> yeah she and and people forget that she's because I forget what her like the, how they explain how she's like acrobatic and stuff mm-hmm. she's like used to be an Olympic gymnast she's a trained psychoanalyst like psychiatrist yeah. that was assigned she's to the a Joker doctor. yeah she's a doctor 
And I don't know. I just want more than just her being like Mr. J swinging yeah, yeah. mallets and like you know, <laughs> the hyena was cool. I like that she. Had yeah, me too. Hyena. I do like the hyena. Uh, but yeah, it's part of her, uh, part of her, her gig, her shtick. Yeah. We'll see. I'm I'm reserving most of my judgment. Yeah, but you so, know, yeah. I'm not excited about this after seeing this trailer. I mean, I'm gonna go see it. Yeah, but we're we'll gonna see. go see it. Yeah, and but, then we'll talk and about then we'll it. Talk about it. <laughs> Uh, you heard it here, folks. You heard yeah. it here first. Whenever it comes out. I don't We're going to watch January it. January 10th, right? Then... <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, February 7th. February. Not hmm. too far after. Okay. The next one I saw was Fantasy Island. I did not get that. No. And that's so based off a show? This is off the show. Yeah, The Plane. The, the Plane. The Plane. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So they're making it into a horror film now. Oh. Yeah, Bloomhouse Productions. Oh. Yes. Uh, so... I don't it's, even know what the concept of the show was. So the concept of the show was every week somebody came to the island, the plane would bring them in, and it was like a re- remote island. Like, obviously, back then they didn't have cell phones, but in mm-hmm. this version, obviously, there's no cell phone service. Uh-huh. But anything that you fantasized about came true. Like, you could oh. you could live your fantasy for however long you were there, and then once you left, you left. Okay. Um, in this version... Uh, it's a horror adaptation, so everyone who comes has a fantasy, but the island twists it in a obviously horror or negative way. Ooh, um, kind of like Bedazzled, the movie with Brendan <laughs> Fraser and Elizabeth. A Pimps. little bit more sinister than that, okay, but cool. yeah. Uh, so in in the trailer, we actually do see, and um, the guy who runs the island, Mr. Rourke, is played by Michael Pena. Ah. So he's the one who's just yeah, like, welcome Re- to Fantasy Island. Ricardo Maltabon was uh, he has the to have a Spanish accent. It's got to be a got to be a Spanish accent. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what's cool about it is so Lucy Hale is uh, uh, in it, and she's she's off of her. Um, was it um, Modern Family? No. Is that where Lucy Hale's from? Who's no. Lucy Hale? Lucy Hale. I was going to just say uh, 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 Truth or Dare fame. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so she found her niche. She likes horror movies. Uh-huh. Uh, so one of the things. So they like they kind of like tease what the fantasies are and her fantasy was revenge on a high school bully or a childhood bully so they actually have her go to this like underground bunker where she tortures her under her her high school bully but then obviously she realizes that it's real because i think she thinks it's a hologram or whatever but then there's an actual person who like comes to chase and kill them and then it's and then there's like a little teaser it's just like it's not our fantasy. Like we're all here for somebody else's fantasy. So then I feel like it's going to turn into Michael Pena, uh, like gets money from some rich person to come and like hunt these other people. Or something. Oh wow! Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, it looked interesting enough. Um, the islands can do anything, <laughs> pretty much. There's a uh, what's her name, uh, Maggie Q. She comes. Oh. She comes to the island, and they apparently clone her dead daughter. Oh Jesus! Because that's that's her fantasy yeah. is to be with her daughter who's passed away, and then there's a part in the trailer where she's like, "Can can they bring somebody back to life?" And then the next scene is a little girl waving, and she like starts crying, and I was like, mm. <laughs> "Well, like, there it is." It's very interesting. Uh, yeah, so it looks pretty cool. Um, comes out February fourteenth, just in time for Valentine's Day. Nice. Go bring your lady. Yep. To go see Fantasy Island. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good to uh, me. And then last last one, I saw Jumanji: The Next Level. Got that one too. Um. Which I didn't see the first one yet because <laughs> we have of yet. reasons. One day we will. We talk um, about it all the time. But I mean, the trailer looks funny. I think the trailer <clears throat> looks interesting. It looks funny. There's like new twists added to it. So I'm sure it'll be fun to watch. Um, yeah. Well, did you get a newer trailer? Like, did you see them do more stuff? 
I saw them do more stuff. I saw them like you know, if you die in the game, you die in real life. I saw they were in a desert and switch, then switch, um, switch Jack between Black's... the horse to the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was actually really funny. Yeah, where he was just like, oh my god, <laughs> you back, guys, we're, we're back in Jumanji. 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 <laughs> that was funny. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> that was a lot of fun in that, like you know, The Rock doing an impression of Danny DeVito yeah. <laughs> and Kevin Hart doing an impression of uh, what's his name, Donald Danny, Glover. Uh, Danny Glover. Yeah, yeah, Donald yeah. Glover. Yeah. Donald say. Glover. Um, yeah, yeah. We should watch the first. That's one funny. Soon. Yeah, I, I, we should. I agree. <laughs> All right. I got a few of those, but I also got Mulan. Oh, um, not a new trailer. Same trailer. Okay. So, like you know, they're doing the the speech about mm-hmm. what a woman is supposed to be. Like a good woman is like patient and you know, <clears throat> yes. disciplined or whatever. And then she's doing soldier stuff. Yeah, because yeah. fuck that. Yeah. Come on, and, Mulan. Fuck it up. Yeah, and I heard someone behind us while we were watching this movie go like. Yeah, it's not even a musical, and they got rid of the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so people are obviously upset that Whatever. this isn't like a Disney Disney movie. Whatever, but it's it's telling like the real story of Mulan. Yeah, exactly. So like, fuck it up. Yeah, well, I mean, I will see how historically accurate it really yeah, is. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, is that it? Uh, yeah, I saw. I also saw Last Christmas, which we talked about. Yeah. Where um, the remake something of the tragic is going to happen? No, or, those women are going to fuck shit up. They're going to like destroy. Oh, what wait. are you talking about? Last Christmas? Black yeah. Christmas, I'm talking about. Oh, I'm not talking about Black Christmas. I'm talking about Last Christmas. <laughs> not Black Christmas, I'm talking about Last Christmas. Uh, uh, the one with, with Amelia Clark, Clark yeah. where she's like a screw up, and then she meets like a guy who's going to end up dude, being yeah. like a saint, a saint or, or something. Angel. Yeah, and one of them's going to die at Probably. the end or something, and they learn the meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. Which is a completely pagan holiday, and there's no such thing as Christ and Christmas because Christ wasn't even born. Santa Denver. Claus is real. Uh, uh, Birds of Prey, uh, Jumanji, and I also got a trailer for Little Women. Um, they're making like this new adaptation of it. Uh, Little, it's based on the book. Little Women. Little like... Women. Li- <clears throat> is it Jane Austen? I went to public school, so I'm not sure. Um, but it's uh, it's got Timothy Chalamet in it. It's got uh, what's her name? That's who's name is really hard so she lady bird. so she ronin yeah she was in lady bird <laughs> emma watson is in it emma watson is in it yeah it looks cool i again didn't read the book because i went to public school Bob and um you know who would know about this one <coughs> gabby well gabby get ready they're making it into a <laughs> oh, movie hey, meryl streep is in it meryl streep's in it yeah cool cool yeah uh looks good looks uh you know it's um it's it's about four sisters come of age in America in oh yes. I shouldn't do an English accent no. in the aftermath of the Civil War <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah wrong continent it's Sorry. a lot of you know it's it's a lot dealing with not adhering to gender you know roles which really did not happen I feel like back then <laughs> yeah no, Sorry. But, but you know but that's just a, but you know what let's fucking time. do it now yeah because we're going to talk about Charlie's angles that's right Charlie's angles yeah acute and obtuse obtuse no. And right angles. Right angles. All of them. All the right what, angles. Acute, obtuse, and right. right. Those are all of them? Yep. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, David. Um, so we saw this movie. We did see this movie. We went to the theaters and watched this movie. We did. Um, what, did what did you think about this? What did you think about um, this? Okay, so this movie, Out of the Gate. No, not Out of the Gate. Uh... This movie is a continuation of the Charlie's universe, Charlie's Angels a universe. A too, because they got rid of Bill Murray and they just 
superimposed uh, Patrick Stewart yeah. onto his body. Yeah, which I, was weird. Yeah, but, it was a little weird. I mean, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, we saw pictures of Drew Barrymore. We saw pictures of Lucy Liu and uh, Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Yeah. So, like, this is the same universe, kind yeah. of. It it just continued. Yeah. Uh, so, and they expanded it. Yeah. So, so Townsend un- uh, yeah. Agency is, is international. an international thing. Um, and they even mentioned like the plot of the second Charlie's Angels when the uh, an angel went rogue. Like, oh, yeah, it's like that's guy? happened before. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Uh, but out of the gate, we have the first scene is the Asian guys trying to like talk up Kristen Stewart and Kristen yeah. Stewart trying to be all sexy and then like, and it, like she was actually saying the things that obviously a ma- if a male spy would say whatever she was like it takes eight more seconds for for men to perceive women as a threat. Yeah, and she's like gotten him like tied up at this point already, and I was just like. I don't know. That seems pretty threatening to me. <laughs> if I was a guard, I'd probably shoot her already. But yeah. uh, but no, they they storm like the angels storm the uh, the compound or whatever, and they shoot people and yeah. fight and shit. Yeah. Um. Listen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I went to go see this with my lady, and after we watched it, she liked it. She liked it. <laughs> after we watched it, I I summed it up in a sentence for like oh, and you give and us the sentence. This is female Hobbs and Shaw. That's what this movie is. And you haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw, but it is just like really heavy handed, like writing and really like, like flimsy plot and just like action after action after action and like really catering to the audience that it's going for. So, you know, if you're a huge fan of big muscly dudes with big cars... Oof, I would put them right next, right next to each, each other. other. We'll, good. we'll get for, into it. For but... me, I feel like for me specifically, I would rather go see Charlie's Angels than Hobbs and Shaw. Uh-huh. <laughs> you watch Hobbs and Shaw and let me know. All right. But also, you know, but, don't do okay. that if you care about so... your happiness. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks. Listen, I, 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 what I liked about this movie was the the universe that they built. Yeah. I really like that it's like a Kingsman-y, like, you mm-hmm. know, international, yeah. like, spy agency. Yeah. And, and it, Except like, for ladies. And it's got like, you know, they're all ladies. <laughs> and they're angels or, you know. And Except for, no, well, I mean, they have the Bosleys, which I think is cool. Yeah. Uh, I was very sad when Jamon Honsu died. Yeah. Because he was like the killing, fucking best. Stop killing that guy in movies, please. Can we stop doing that? Can we let him be Bosley for the whole movie, please? Yeah. Like, I, just, I wanted him to be more, like, to, to fight alongside of the girls. I thought yeah. that would have been great. Yeah. Uh, but then we, we did get um, Saint. That like holistic guy, yeah, like which was healer. weird. I didn't know completely if I liked him or not throughout the entire movie. Well, they made him so likable that it was like, mm, but it was trying think, but it really was, hard to make hard this to, guy yeah. likable because he was like, oh, talk to me, I'm a licensed psychotherapist. Yeah, he's oh, just like, I, I, I will help oh, you I'll, no matter what yeah, you need. Yeah, and I was like, just like, we, I don't think we needed this character. Like, yeah. I, or if we, or if we wanted someone like him, we could have split him into like three different people. Yeah, like he didn't need to be the catch-all. Like yeah. that was kind of obnoxious. I yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we have Kristen Stewart and Ella Belinsky as Sabina and Jane. They are angels, and they have to. There's a uh, Naomi Scott plays Elena, who is, <clears throat> or Elena. Yeah, Elena. Yeah. Uh, Elena. 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 Uh, Elena. So she's she's super smart. She's a software she's developer, a and she creates this little like. They didn't even really explain what it does. It just creates power. It's it. But you could hack it. The to way make I it. the way I like tried to understand it was like it was this little thing that produced electricity Wi-Fi. Yeah. And if you hacked it, it could fuck 
human beings up. Yeah. Like it, like it would, whatever signal it sends it out will go burst. into your brain and of, give you an yeah. aneurysm. It would, it would basically create a human killing EMP. Right. Uh, so their, so then their mission whole mission was to is stop to, that from yeah. getting to the black market. So there's a couple times where they have to, you know, fight their way out of situations, and there's like some stealth, and there's some comedy, and then there's just like Naomi Scott kind of being bumbling because she's not an angel; she's yeah. just kind of like a lady. Yeah. Um, and Kristen Stewart and Ella <laughs> like save the day all the yeah. time. Uh, um, I, I mean, never really struggling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Jane's character was probably the most fleshed out of the three. They talk a lot about her past. Mm-hmm. They talk about, you know, and she gets her, a lot of screen time. Yeah, she gets a, she gets um, like she's the the comic relief throughout the movie. So she's the one that's like kind of diffusing any yeah. sort of tense situations that ever come up, and she's the one that we could have the most fun with. Uh, Sabina, that's her name, uh, Kristen Stewart. No, um, Sabina. Is oh, Stewart. Sabina is Chris Stewart. So I'm talking about Sabina. I'm sorry. Yeah. So Jane, I feel like they should have given like her character more because she just seemed like the third one. Like for no, <laughs> like she was capable. She kicked ass, but she, she was, was very capable. Not given she was enough str- of a personality. She, well, that's. I think that was part of her personality. But, was but she was why, the strongest but one. Yeah, they should but have made then, her. They de- they never like. I feel like she was the one that was kind of supposed to be the anti stereotype. She was like, we have this kick-ass, never-show-feeling, super-powerful, like, stone-faced woman. And then they never let her show her feelings until she's in the, the uh, hospital bed. And then she cries for Jimon, because yeah. or Bosley, whatever. No, it was for um, Sabina. No, it was for Bosley. Because she never cried at his funeral because they never had one for him. So he was, she was able to finally cry for him and for her. And that was well, part yeah. of her character. It was like, she has to be like that... You know, never show emotion, kind of woman, because it, once women start feeling emotions, they become no, weak. sure, and then that's a perfectly reasonable trait to give a character. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying like we didn't get any sort of um, like progression of that. It was, it was a lot like, like she, whenever they asked her, whenever they like, you know, like, like whenever she was given a line of dialogue, it was basically like, I'm fine. What's the mission? Yeah, I'm fine. What's the mission? Instead of like maybe seeing um, Sabina like get out of her like chip bit, away yeah. at her throughout the movie where like she'll laugh at one of her jokes or something or like but she was like hard ass throughout the whole movie then she cries and now she's like she, one of the angels she like she's better like, yeah she's now she's like one of the team and they like you know all get along and even at the end when they were fighting hodak mm-hmm. like the assassin guy who had yeah. like three lines in the entire movie i thought he was gonna be the new creepy thin man but i guess not because they killed him you remember him chris crispin glover in the yeah. the old movies, yeah. remember a creepy thin man? I thought they were gonna. That's what they called him, and I and that that's what that's what they called because he couldn't find out what his name was. Yes, um, but I thought he was gonna be like this angel's uh, creepy thin man. But no, he, no, got, he got fucking speared he on got ice. Fucking killed. Let's talk about how indis- indiscriminate they are about killing people. Yeah, I I feel like they made a point at the beginning to be like you know let's neutralize a threat without casualties, well, okay. and then at the end they were just like fuck shit. <laughs> well, yeah. So I don't know. If your goal is to make the angels likable, like don't have them kill like innocent people. <laughs> Cuz that security guard that dies um in the Oh my the, god, yeah. I was no, just, and what's her name kills her? Yeah. And they're just like they treat it as a joke. They're just like, like yeah. He's dead, right? He's, he's like, like he's, uh, no, he's probably fine. Yeah. And then you see him like get the, the, <laughs> the blanket, the blanket over. over his face, <laughs> which was funny, but also he, but she killed somebody. But seriously, they're just like fucking. Yeah, yeah we got yeah. something to do. So like fucking. Well, I mean, I guess at this point, it kind of doesn't really matter. 
Well, no, I mean, like what in, I what the, I mean in the Townsend agency, I mean, like I'm sure there's gonna be sure, some no damage. No, of course, but not even James Bond does that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like if we're gonna talk like spy movies or we're gonna talk like just heroes yeah. in movies, they don't normally kill kill <laughs> like whoever gets in their way. Yeah, yeah. They, they usually just kill the bad guys and if anything, knock out the people in their yeah. way. Um, but you know, it was just it was just an odd like element they added to that. But let me ask you, what did what did you did you think that this movie was too heavy handed with the feminine I mean, power? There was a lot of feminine power. There was a lot of female puns. I kind of think went in there. Um, and even there was actually like stereotypical feminine things that they tried to make like opposite. Like they were really trying to. Cre- I mean, which is fine. They created this whole universe of these angels, like these women spies, because they can use their femininity for good. For spying. For spying. Uh, but you know, if you're gonna do that, or if you're, I mean, it was, I guess, okay. It was kind of successful because you know they've been doing it for the past thirty years. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like you gotta change it with the times. Like there has to be more things, more, especially. And, and they showed this a little bit with uh, the saint that they were trying to make it very much PC. Like he was like, yeah. may, I, "May I touch you?" Yeah, like all those right. things about like giving consent and yeah. stuff. And like that was great. That was funny because of the time political climate that we're in yeah uh but i kind of feel like it was a little bit heavy-handed it, yeah. w- it was a little bit too much um and even like there was unnecessary tension even with like the twist that happened when we didn't know whether it was bosley or patrick stewart yeah like, that was kind of like yeah and it was forced on us especially elizabeth banks's bosley she was almost like like determined to like not trust any man yeah. or you know suspect a man to be the one behind anything and and she just always said something like honey you <laughs> you don't need to take that shit about this or that and it's like <laughs> we weren't even talking about that just now elizabeth banks um and yeah they, i don't know they were just i don't know man I, i'm not saying that women don't obviously go through the shit that they go through yeah. But, you know, there was a lot of stuff where, like, the creepy security guard that they end up killing yeah. uh, said, like, don't forget to smile or something. Yeah. Like, they always, like, had those, like, beats, like, throughout the movie. Yeah. And it's and it and it happens, but I don't know if it happens that often, that frequently, like, all the time, nonstop. Well, I do have to say that we probably shouldn't talk about it since neither of us are women. True. I'm not, I'm not trying to become a mansplainer or start the next, uh, like... Twitter beef or anything. Um, no I'm just, beef. I'm just, I'm just saying that if, like, this movie, like Charlie's Angels, has always been over the top craziness. Like, do you remember the the first two? Yeah, the first two. <laughs> They're like, they do some crazy, crazy shit. shit. Like law, like you know, physics defying. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that with this new one, I was hoping it would be taken more seriously in that, terms of spying, yes, in terms of, you know, like one of the things I also meant when I was saying that they were pushing it too far. Yeah. Cause it was just as silly and just as femininity. Yeah. Like it was, it was just as playful as I think the first two are, if not even more. And I was like, if you're in this universe for 30 years, you're going to take your job a little bit more seriously because there's super big threats out there that could kill people, yeah. and like especially if it's stemming from your own uh, agency, like there's gonna be times where you want to be serious and yeah. like actually do things on purpose. And I feel like the only person who ever felt that way was Jane. Yeah, because she at the end when she was fighting Hodak, she was like, "You think I've been just taking punches, but I've been learning." And I was like, "Yes." 
that's a fantastic line. It was delivered well. It like harkened back to the rest of the movie. It developed her character like perfect. And then yeah. she fucking killed him. I yeah. was like, okay, step one to step two to step three, perfect. Yeah. But the other like Kristen Stewart and uh, Naomi Scott, their characters were kind of just like going with the flow. Yeah. They were just like, oh, I gotta steal a car. Okay, cool. Oh, I gotta you know kill these people on the way out. All right, sure. Yeah. Oh, I gotta use my feminine wiles again. Sure. Like I'm okay with that. Like yeah. none of them, I feel like really tried to make the situation as serious as it was except for Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Even when uh Elena was signing away her life basically to Patrick Stewart in the office cuz uh what's his name? Uh, uh Noah Centineo was like trapped in the closet or whatever. Yeah. She was just like, "Oh yeah, I just programmed it to shine up and make lights yeah. and beep." And I was just like could have died <laughs> like they could have shot him right there like how did you know that they were just gonna walk out yeah but whatever no i mean yeah this movie is full of like outlandish plot holes that don't really fit in the spy world i would say like when they came into the party at the end and they just started doing a fucking synchronized choreographed dance. yeah how did they have time to learn it i don't know how and did I, they even know that it was happening and i don't know why 75 percent of this movie was a music video but here we are because every <laughs> because that's charlie's angels i remember yeah i guess but like i remember don't call me Angel. There was one scene. It might have been when they were at the at the horse race or something. Uh-huh. But like from fucking when they start the mission until like they're all set up to execute the mission. It was like a minute and a half of just music of this one song. And it like <laughs> they're walking down the hallway in the beat of the song. And they're like putting shit down at the beat of the song. And I'm just like, this is a music video. This is this movie has been a music video. <laughs> like they just and it's because of the soundtrack, right? Yeah, because they probably. had like they had, the they had a th- couple songs. They had like a, a soundtrack like around this movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. Interestingly enough, I, I don't know if you stayed for the credits, but did you? Oh, um, not for all of them. Like no. I know there was a like a little post credit. There, there was a couple post credit scenes like at the beginning but i was more talking about who helped produce the actual music score for the entire movie no ariana grande oh well then there you go (laughs) there you go there you go (laughs) um yeah just i don't know just um, she had two songs she didn't have just one song in this movie she had two and then she also helped produce the entire soundtrack yeah ariana grande yeah just just fyi just just makes more sense to me now um (laughs) But yeah, man, just not my cup of tea. It was um, some of the action was fun enough, yeah. Uh, but like you said, there was a lot of disparities in the seriousness of trying. Like, like if they were ever to make a female 007, which they are, which oh, they are they actually, are. Yeah. yeah. So when they make a female 007, I feel like trying to make spies serious. But also trying to make them wily and maybe like, yeah, that's what it is because this is a hard transition because the subject matter or like the subject matter isn't serious like it's Charlie's Angels yeah but they're taking something as silly as Charlie's Angels and trying to make it like the structure and what is wrong with misogyny and like trying to make it a super feminine I don't know not movement but like uh like a statement yeah but it's charlie's angels you know it's it's like taking something that really that needs like serious attention and something that needs to be thought of and and explained in a well-constructed manner and but they're like just like doing synchronized dances and <laughs> spy missions and like you know in i don't know very sparkly heels yeah it's just like which looked fabulous by the way. which is weird because i was like yeah I, I get it i get the message i get it like you know yeah women are fucking awesome they can kick ass just like anyone can you know great 
but like like they should probably try at, to save somebody's how, life look at how <laughs> fucking like they're they're killing people left and right and they're like <laughs> i don't know just like using altoid stuff altoid mints to to knock, knock people, people out, out but then knocking themselves out and stuff <laughs> i don't know I don't know. It was the uh, twist of the twist. Uh, yeah, was it? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Patrick, it Patrick Stewart was the bad guy. Yeah. He was trying to steal the weapon away from Elena so that he could kill people without a trace because I gave the Townsend agency my entire life and they gave me nothing. He was going to be the next Charlie or he, was gonna, he wanted to be. He, yeah. yeah. And so, first, first thing, we knew it was him. I did anyway. Yeah. Because when he was retiring, and Charlie was there, and he said, Bosley, you know, all this blah, blah, blah. You could see it in his face. He was like, hi, Charlie. And yeah. he was, like, so upset with him. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's it. Yeah. Uh, and then even, like, little bits and pieces of, like, tracking the watch and then tracking his belt or, or getting injected with, like, a tracker or whatever. Like, yeah. we, we well, understood. it was whatever he drank was yeah, in yeah. his spine now. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, or his, in his colon. Yeah. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, gross. Um, it's latched onto his prostate, and then and then yeah, and then like so, even that anger that was like permeating him, and he was like, "I gave to everyone blah blah blah." I was just like, oh, "That's not a good enough reason to want to kill people." Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, he was just like, "I'll just be a <clears throat> international supervillain because you guys didn't let me be Charlie." Yeah, it's like, like why? And also, I also love that Charlie was a woman. Yeah, and she was one of the original angels. Was she, was that the in, the, the same the angel that real... came out and was like, "Hey, yeah." Um, welcome to the agency. Yeah. Was that Charlie? That that was Charlie. That was Charlie? Yeah. Oh, okay. And she was... I mean, I assume that she was one of the original angels. I just didn't know that that was the same one. Yeah, Maybe I didn't was, notice the ring the on her finger. Yeah, she was the OG... Uh, one of the original angels from the show, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. I'm very... It was really cool that they actually brought that back. Uh, but then they also... <laughs> they had... Um, uh, Danica Patrick like, like trains you yeah. how to use Ronda a Rousey was in it Laverne Cox Haley Steinfeld was a recruit I thought that was really cool how at the end that was these were like the post credit scenes that they came back no yeah I did see those yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really funny yeah. I like how you know they they were they were giving it more of a scope uh, and uh, like bringing it into the real world which I yeah. thought was really cool yeah I would I actually wanted to see more of that I thought that we were gonna get the start of a universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't have high hopes for this movie. Or anything. <laughs> it's Charlie's Angels at the end of the day, but like I thought they were gonna go like a like a, a universe building route and like try and show you how a much of an international agency it's become. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we got those at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, what else? What else about this movie, David? What else about um, this movie? Hmm. David, I'm trying to think. Uh, do we want to talk about uh, Johnny Smith, the the guy who was just trying to trying to just mac on Sabina for the entire movie, and then eventually kind of just like became part of yeah, their what <laughs> resistance. Is, what is? I guess. It's just like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> bring the I, love, bring the love. Yeah, at the end I was just very confused. Yeah. I was like, oh. So I thought. Good. I mean, I thought it was pretty interesting. I thought it was cool that you know all the girls were angels. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I was like, she she was able to contract all the girls to be replaced with actual angels. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but like the twist wasn't a twist. It was not yeah. twisty at all. No. Um, 
Some of the action sequences were fun. Uh, Hodak, I kind of feel like he was like the... He was a good villain. The mis- what's he the, didn't from, Resident Evil, from Resident Evil 2. Mr. X. He was the Mr. X. He was kind of just like, he just this. kept getting, getting up until the end. Yeah. Um, But even like, and I, I was okay with the interaction between the three of them. But I don't know. I feel like there was just something missing. Yeah. It was like, it was good up until a point and then it was kind of just like this needs to be over uh it was only it was an hour and 58 minutes was it yeah which i thought it was actually shorter than that um which means you were having a good time i guess Mm. no no no. i thought like originally it was it was shorter oh i see okay Uh, but i mean even even now though it didn't seem like two hours so maybe yeah uh but it was i feel like it was trying it was it was trying to be Charlie's Angels of the Past while also trying to make way for Charlie's Angels of the Future but I kind of feel like it just missed its mark just by a little bit yeah yeah. Um, cool we're probably going to get a sequel is it, did it do well in the back of the years? oh no oh no <laughs> the budget was 48 million and cumulative worldwide it got back 27 hmm. it's a little bit more than half yeah but we'll see uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would probably get a, a few of them we will probably like get some money into this. I say remake but. it and take it real serious. I don't know if they change can it, though. Change it. I I I never watched the show, so I don't know. Maybe it's it was always this silly and like you know. Well, the, also the show out there. The show. Was, it's from the seventies. Yeah. So, so I that's feel like total possibility. I know that. But, that's true. But my only knowledge of Charlie's Angels comes from the other two movies. Yeah. So and those were always silly. So you know. Um, yeah. Dark gritty remakes for everybody, even Charlie's Angels. I mean, you know what? If uh, if we get Bloomhouse, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> to get help produce Charlie's Turn Angels, it into a horror movie of twenty twenty. Charlie's something trying like that, to kill them the entire uh, time. I would be I would be okay with Charlie being an AI. Oh shit! And like too, too too real. And like sending the Charlie's Angels on missions, obviously that could just protect it from threats outside of finding out who they are. And then Charlie's Angels are actually like the villains because they're just killing people who could just potentially take down an AI hmm. kind of like Eagle Eye-ish Eagle Eye I forgot about that movie yeah. holy yeah. shit that was a good yeah. movie Shall I did a good it. job I liked it alright cool anyway um, <laughs> how many um, how many how many innocent casualties out of 10 do you get in this movie how many innocent casuals out of 10? Civilian casualties. Civilian casualties out of 10. I'm probably going to give this a six civilian casualties out of 10. Six, okay. Yeah. Uh, like I said, there was definitely some things wrong with it, uh, but I kind of feel like it has potential. Uh, so I don't want to dock it anything for just being too silly mm-hmm. because that's the movie. Like you have to take it for what it wants to be. Yeah. Um, just because I didn't, envision it this way doesn't mean that i didn't like it. Mm-hmm. it it was it was what it was it didn't do anything too terribly yeah you know um the action was fine the acting was okay even some of the like choreography was kind of cool like when she was fighting jane was fighting hodak i thought yeah. like some of the moves that they were doing were pretty realistic and uh, were, were fun to watch um I think having uh what's her name um elena uh-huh. kind of be like the funny but also brilliant hacker was a little bit too much 
There was uh, like two funny people in the mix. Yeah, it was yeah. just like she she either should have been a little bit more what the fuck is going on or a little, a little bit more I need to be more serious. Yeah. Whereas Sabina was the one that was kind of just like being the silly one and I could find I could, I'd be fine with her being that, but because we got some overlap, I was just like it's too much. Like yeah. you need more defined characteristics. Right. Um yeah, 6 out of 10. Cool. How many how many female cameos out of 10? Uh, female celebrity here. cameos out of 10. I'm going to one? give this movie four female cameos out of 10. Um, just because it was uh, a little too heavy handed with the like seriousness of like taking women more seriously. And I don't know. It, it was, it almost feels like a cash grab because of how much like they mentioned the soundtrack and how much they're just like, female power throughout the entire movie and it was just like let's talk let's let's go through the movie how about that like let's let's have a plot let's have a like and like you know character development and like have us care about these like angels that are going to be the next generation of angels um i liked the action i liked um the universe they built but it was just like two hours of puns and predictability predictability and like what did you give action uh, and see. Uh, I think I gave it four also I might have given it three <laughs> so in this case this movie is better good but um because also yeah. I, I don't I don't want it to make no I mean mistake. honestly this movie is better than than Hobbs and Shaw but not by a lot yeah in by, my by, I mean, by one point it's fine by one point <laughs> it's like you know I think I gave Skyscraper the same <laughs> the same thing good or that might have been a four again because I don't want to make the mistake of trying to equate two different action movies that were both equally bad but making the women worse simply because they are women no 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 no. that's not what I'm trying to say at all I'm just I'm saying in terms of like because we wouldn't the structure of the movie in terms of like the dialogue in terms of the plot like it's just as predictable it's just as catering it's just as like action packed it's it's a very like catered movie like you're gonna go see this and like my theater was full of women <laughs> like <laughs> I was like one of two guys there maybe or something and. and and there were like a few gay guys there too. Like I was just there. Like <laughs> how do you know they were gay? Yeah. Huh? How do you know they were gay? Well, they were kissing at one point, oh, okay. so I just assumed. <laughs> <laughs> they were like they were That's super. Fine. They were like super excited about it. Like they, everybody was having a blast. Yeah. Like you know. I mean, it was fun. Yeah. Some of the jokes were pretty funny. A lot of the yeah. jokes were very punny. I mean, Kirsten, 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 Kirsten. Keep <laughs> Is just it keep Kristen? saying it. Karastern. <laughs> Coral, Coral, Cram, Christmas, Kristen, Kristen Stewart, Merry Christmas, Merry Chrysler, Merry Chrysler, uh, Kristen Chrysler Stewart <laughs> was was uh, funnier than I thought. Like you know, like I didn't know. We we both talked about yeah. when we saw the trailer. Like it was weird to see her in a role where mm-hmm. she plays the comic relief that's like always talking and you know doesn't know Very when, doesn't know when to have like a filter and yeah. stuff. But you know, yeah, there but, were yeah, moments where that? I'm just like, okay, Kristen Stewart, okay, Crocodile Stewart, okay, Crocodile Stewart, yeah. She surprised me. She surprised me. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, I would not recommend going to see this in theaters unless you were a Charlie's Angels fan. There was there was a girl next to me that I think was a super fan of the series, 
because there were things like when she saw the ring um, of the like the Charlie that was giving mm-hmm. um, Elizabeth Banks something, and like she got like so excited whenever anything like they mentioned anything yeah. about the Townsend agency. She just was like. <laughs> it's happening, guys. Like, it's it's happening. happening. I'm just like, oh yeah, she's like, a super fan yeah. watching like a movie that they, you know, another entry yeah. in the series that she loves. You know, totally cool. That's great. Yeah, because I yeah I remember uh, <clears throat> when at the end anyway when the when it was Charlie speaking into like the box and then the box translated into Charlie's voice. Yeah. Uh, like I recognized the OG um, Char- Angel. His- Oh, uh, uh, Kelly Garrett, or played by Jacqueline Smith, uh, and I, I, I actually gasped. I was like, oh, like, oh, they got her back. Yeah. So that was cool. I liked that they fed that into it. Uh, but again, like, it was just very straightforward. It was very, like, easy to read. Like, you knew exactly what was happening. No twists. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the movie. All right. As the old saying goes. Thanks for listening. We're gonna get. You, we're gonna let you go. Yeah. Uh, I know you've been with us for over an hour. It's fantastic. Wow. Really? Yeah. Thank you mm. very much oh. for listening to this. You long. guys are the best. Um. <laughs> uh, so if you want to let us know about anything that we talk about, or if you want to lambast us for talking about something you hate, <laughs> email us at relatively subjective dot, uh, at gmail dot com. Uh, you can also find us, like us, share us, and comment on everything that we do on Instagram and Facebook at Relatively Subjective. Twitter is Rel, Rel- Sub Pod. Uh, find us, let us know. We're on iTunes and Google Play Music. I always forget that one. Yeah, because no one listens to that one. <laughs> no one uses oh, that I one. do? Yeah, okay. My my non-iPod friends, I, iPhone friends. Everyone uses Spotify or Apple Music these days. We need to or get Tidal. on Spotify or Pandora. I don't know what Tidal is. Is that even still a thing? I don't know. Mm. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, so let us know what you think. 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 <laughs> until next time, I don't know what we're watching next time, but until then, may all your angels be Charlie. What do you got? Damn. Uh, I, I only have one. May it. all that's your all Charlies be angels. Oh. Don't call me <laughs> angel. <laughs> Bye. Bye.